Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 is wwtc minneapolis st paul fm 107.5 k298co minneapolis intelligent radio with srn news i'm jason walker first lady jill biden says her husband all ready to run for another seven white house for some time now the president has said that it's his intention to seek re-election He has yet to make it official, but his wife says it's pretty much a done deal. He says he's not done. He's not finished what he started. Jill Biden tells the AP that all they need to do is figure out the time and place for the announcement. The 80-year-old president has faced questions about his age and fitness, even among Democrats. Greg Clugston, Washington. A pair of skiers have been killed after being caught in an avalanche in southwestern Colorado. Authorities say the skiers had been reported overdue from a trip northeast of Durango early Saturday morning. Authorities say they were later found buried in about four feet of avalanche debris. This is SRN News. Charlie Kirk wants the Biden administration to show up. There's a train derailment. Deadly chemicals are flowing into the air uninterrupted. If the leaders are saying repeatedly it's perfectly safe, if Joe Biden actually believed that, if Pete Buttigieg actually believed that, I would love both of them to go for a couple hours, go get a sandwich, and show us how safe it actually is. The Charlie Kirk Show, weeknights at 11 on AM 1280, The Patriot intelligent radio if you like what you hear on air each day on am 1280 the patriot drop by and give us a like on facebook or follow us on twitter or even visit us on the visual side of things by searching for am 1280 the patriot on instagram we've even joined the ranks of like-minded conservatives on parlor just search for am 1280 the patriot looking at your weather forecast for tonight low around 31 degrees possible rain throughout your overnight leading into monday rain and snow mix throughout your afternoon otherwise high around 37 degrees Stay tuned to Victory Hour with Andrew Parker coming up. AM 1280, The Patriot. What if you could build a six-figure retirement income with almost half the money saved? You heard that right. Get a discount on your retirement, creating a six-figure income with 40% less than traditional 401ks and mutual funds. Hi, I'm Mitch Lyons, best-selling author and executive producer of a new Hollywood documentary called The Baby Boomer Dilemma. In this film, economists and Nobel Prize-winning PhDs from Wharton, MIT, and Stanford share a strange concept called the retirement discount. It gives you more retirement income with the same dollar saved, and your money is never at risk if the market crashes. That's right. If the market crashes 30%, you lose nothing. Even people who are on track have shifted money to this new strategy because it increases their retirement income or can allow them to stop working years sooner. So if you're 50 or older and want a bigger, better retirement, call Mitch Lyons Wealth to get a free copy of this brand new movie at 1-800-578-3535. This is a $30 value, but when you call today, you'll get it completely free. Plus, I'll include a copy of my book, Retirement of Steel. And I'll even pay your shipping and handling. No credit card required. Call right now. 1-800-578-3535. That's 1-800-578-3535. 35. We need your help. Hello, I'm Marianne Koharski, Director of Pro-Life Across America. In my 30-plus years, I've never seen such a concerted attempt to silence our efforts and at a time when it's most needed. There's a powerful effort to prevent and block our pro-life messages. Our billboards, social media, and digital ads are all impacted. Unplanned pregnancies still happen. Our ads feature a hotline number connecting callers with more than 3,000 pregnancy support centers across America, offering alternatives to abortion, free ultrasound, and pregnancy help. Babies' lives are being saved. The need still exists. It really does. And Pro-Life Across America needs your help. To donate, please find us at ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. Did you know I could suck my thumb before I was born? Yep, we all started small. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. 
and school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Minnesota. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Take your favorite Patriot hosts with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. Just search for AM 1280 The Patriot in the App Store. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plane talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his directions. Bernie knows his it's way It's Sunday, 4 so o'clock. And what does that mean? It means it's the best hour in radio of the week. It is the victory hour, and each Sunday, we talk politics, Israel, and the law. Oftentimes, a mix of all three. Certainly, uh, we focus shows from here to, the, to there in terms of politics, Israel, and the law. And over the last several weeks, we have been on the Minnesota Congressional Parade. as We have had a number of members of the Minnesota delegation to Congress, both the Senate and the House. Tina Smith was on the show, Dean Phillips Pete Stauber, and this week, 7th District Congresswoman Michelle Fishbach will be joining us on the Victory Hour. In the next couple of weeks, we have uh, Angie Craig on the show. Brad Finstad will be coming on, as well as Tom Emmer, uh, the uh, now majority whip of the U.S. House of Representatives. You'll note a few names missing. Betty McCollum will not be joining us on the show, nor Ilhan Omar. We, of course, invite them, but uh, no, they don't come on. Uh, Amy Klobuchar has been on, but not of late. She, um, I, uh, I think some of my critical comments has caused her uh, not to come on. But I'm going to continue to try because Amy and I are good friends, and I am hoping to have her back on the show. Listen, I want to comment uh, this week. Uh, It's been bugging me a bit, as I think often about political philosophy and how to rightly order our society, as it's a difficult question. Now, we have had a constitution in place since 1789, and of course, it's a heck of a document. And it's one that we should cherish and guard closely. But I want to talk about the idea of the common good. How is it that we can come together for the common good? Now, one problem that exists is that many people believe that the common good can only be delivered by the government. The government must deliver the ideas of the common good, doing what is right, and calling out what is wrong, creating program upon program to deliver for the community, the social politic. But, of course, we know that immediately when you drive a new car off the lot, it goes down in value. Well, immediately when you hand something over to the government, it goes down in terms of the value it's going to deliver. It's called government failure. And it is commonplace. So every time you write that big fat check or it comes out of your check to pay taxes to the government, you know that you are not getting a dollar of value for sending a dollar to Washington. In fact, if you're getting 50 cents, you're lucky. And it's more like a dime, okay? 
So if you think the common good is coming from bigger government, well, you don't have to listen much further beyond Ronald Reagan and what he taught us all. But we got to get back to that. We got to get back to realizing that the people will deliver the common good. They will even deliver it when it is not in their private interest to do so. An example, uh, you'll recall that Richard Nixon, when he was in his administration, the throes of investigation by a special prosecutor, Archibald Cox, he asked his attorney general to fire Cox. Instead of firing Cox, the attorney general resigned. That was much against his private interest and his career, but it was the right thing to do for the common good. And he did that. And that happens more often than not, that people will step up when they see something wrong. And they will step in and do what is right. And it doesn't take government regulation, government attack, government thumb on the scale. And so, you know, just a quick message to us all out there as we're wringing our hands over everything wrong that's going on in our country. Often it is delivered by bigger and bigger government. And I'll tell you, somebody who agrees, I believe, with me on that thought is conservative-minded thinker and policy uh, decision-maker. And uh, I don't want to call her a politician because she isn't. She is a common-sense member of Congress from the 7th District of the state of Minnesota. And I'll tell you, the first time I met her, we met for breakfast at the Free House downtown Minneapolis. I remember it well. It was a number of years ago, shortly after she announced her candidacy in September of 2019. And uh, that meeting, which was set for a half hour, 45 minutes, lasted at least two hours. As, uh, and, and I meet with a lot of politicians, and I don't meet with many of them for two hours. I really thoroughly enjoyed it, and I welcome her now to the Victory Hour, 7th District Congresswoman Michelle Fishbach. Well, thank you so much. It is so fun to be here, and uh, always a joy just to, just to talk to you for a little while, even if it is two hours now. I don't think we'll have two hours today. <laughs> no, we won't. But, uh... <laughs> no, but that was, uh, that was a, a, a great discussion, and Michelle went on to defeat 30-year incumbent Colin Peterson by more than 50,000 votes, which was the largest margin of victory of any Republican defeating an incumbent uh, Democrat at the time. And Michelle has represented the 7th uh, both for 2020 to 2022 or 2021 to 2023, and now she is on her second term. The difference, though, between that first term and this one is the Republicans are now in the majority, and what a difference that is. Michelle, how has that changed your life in Washington? Well, you know, it really, it it was just so necessary. You know, the first two years I was here, um, you know, it was just the, the Democrats passing all kinds of useless information and doing, or excuse me, not information, useless bills, just pandering to everybody, pandering and trying to push their, their liberal agenda. And now we are able to stop that. We are able to stop it and we are going to fulfill our commitment to America. And that's what we're working on now. And it is, um, it's, it's a different, it's a different tone. It's a different place now. What are the priorities that the Republicans are looking at, uh, in uh, D.C. now that they have taken uh, the majority? You know, we, we talked about it during when we talked about the campaign. We talked about the commitment to America. We talked about transparency and accountability for government. We talked about fiscal getting our fiscal house under control, which is one of the fiscal sanity we need to do, and making sure that, um, you know, you mentioned the common good. And I, when I think of the common good, too, I think of making sure that our laws are enforced and yeah. that people are 
and um, and something the Democrats haven't been doing. And so that's another one, you know, public safety and, uh, and dealing with that crisis at the border. So those are the things you're going to see us working on. Well, and that's the foundation of democracy. We elect representatives from either Democrat or Republican. They go in and they pass legislation based upon the mandate they receive from the people, from the electorate. And if you ignore the laws on the books, then you're ignoring the voice of the people. And so and so it's uh, you know, it's not a wonder that Republicans are coming in. And and one of the key issues that you're talking about, I think, is immigration. Well, and and how do you have life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness if you're scared to go out of your your house because the crime is so bad because they, you know, the they're. They're not allowing the police to enforce the crimes and prosecutors are letting people out right and left. And so we absolutely that's one of the things we we really need to be looking at is making sure that we respect our law enforcement and they have the ability and the and the kind of tools they need to enforce those laws. Because that's just that is just the such the basic part of a, a, a civilized society. Law and order, it absolutely is. You're listening to the Victory Hour. We are joined this week by 7th District Minnesota Congresswoman Michelle Fishbach. We're going to take a short uh, break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the policy issues of the day, including crime, law and order, including immigration, uh, the economy, the, you know, the, the drastic, ca- catastrophic Uh, fentanyl epidemic in uh, the United States, how all of these issues are being viewed in the 7th Congressional District, what Michelle is hearing from her constituents, and the 7th, if you're not familiar, because we have listeners coast-to-coast who live-stream the show, is the western strip of Minnesota all along the Dakota border's Uh, I believe it's almost, I mean, I think it's what, within one county to the southern border of Minnesota. And so it's the entire western border of Minnesota. And that is where Michelle Fishbach not only resides, but represents the good citizens of the state. We'll be right back after this short break. While we're on break, go to ParkerDK.com to learn more about a uh, premier litigation law firm in downtown Minneapolis. We are broadcasting from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Studio. We're live. Jot this down, 651-289-4488. Get involved in the hurly-burly of the Victory Hour today. Talking to Michelle Fishbach. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. The best way to get a good night's sleep is having a good pillow. One that won't go flat. One that you can wash and dry as many times as you want, and it maintains its shape. One that is made right here in the good old U.S. of A. Well, there's one place and only one place where you can get all of that, and that's from the My Pillow guy, Mike Lindell, the creator of the best pillow that revolutionized the sleep industry. Mike is offering his premium my pillows for his lowest price ever right now. You can get a queen size premium my pillow for $29.98. That's a $40 savings. King pillows are only $5 more. How do you order? Call 1 800 334 8902. That's 1 800 334 8902. Or go to mypillow.com and use the discount code VICTORY. That's right. Discount code VICTORY for this special offer. You know what the best thing about all the snow on my roof is? What's that? Well, it hides the fact that I need a new roof. Well, there is that. Call JTR Roofing. JTR will give you an estimate and get your project on their calendar ASAP this spring. But there's a bunch of roofing and siding companies. Why should I call JTR? Check out their online reviews, like this one. I was able to get everything repaired at a great value. JTR Roofing Service is above and beyond. I highly recommend them. Yeah? Okay. Or this one. We're very pleased with the work JTR Roofing did. The quality and professionalism was outstanding. They did the job in one day and had everything cleaned up as well. Hmm. Locally owned JTR Roofing stands behind their work, and they'll be around for you in the years to come. JTR Roofing. Sounds like I better give them a call. Visit JTRRoofingInc.com. That's JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. JTR Roofing, Windows, Siding, and Gutters. 
JTRRoofingInc.com. How about this My Pillow guy? He turns his life around, invents a product that revolutionizes the sleep industry, but that is not enough. He launches a whole store of sleep and bath-related products. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with some wise counsel and winning results. Not about the law, but rather about high-quality sleep, which translates into high-quality living. And there's nothing better for high-quality sleep than MyPillow sleep goods. And I'm not just talking pillows. I've got most of the MyPillow sleep product line, from the 400 thread count bed sheets to the mattress topper to the waffle blankets, down comforters, and the sleepwear, all top quality. Go to MyPillow.com to place your order or call 1-800-334-8902. Get up to 66% off with the special offer code VICTORY. Up to 66% off on your entire order with the special offer code VICTORY. We're back. It's the Victory Hour. Give us a call. You got a question for a member of Congress. That is uh, Congresswoman Michelle Fishbach, representing the 7th Congressional District. Yes, in the last, gosh, it's got to be four decades, uh, first time represented by a Republican in the 7th Congressional (laughs) District, Colin Peterson, for 30 years. I guess it's probably for 30 years. Colin got, uh, well, let's see. It was, who was it up there? Was it Bill Luther? No. Who did Colin, uh, he barely lost Ar- his, Arlen? Yeah. Okay. Stanglin, Stanglin was up there. Yeah. That, so it, it's been about 30 years and now uh, the Republicans have once again taken to representing uh, a district that is mostly Republican and it should be represented by a Republican. And uh, here we are. And, you know, represented not just by any Republican, but somebody who I think is just fabulous, a a true conservative. And that is uh, Michelle Fishback. Uh, And she joins us today on the Victory Hour. 651-289-4488 to chime in. 651-289-4488. And jot this down. In three weeks' time, we're going to have Angie Craig entering the boiler room. Yes, we'll see what Angie Craig has to say from the other side of the aisle. As we are equal opportunity and a respectful debate and discussion for all. Angie's been on the show a number of times. She'll be on in about three weeks. Brad Finstad, in the meantime, will be on the show, uh, 1st Congressional District. And then toward the end of March, uh, we're looking to uh, Tom Emmer to... uh, Uh, be the caboose, really, on the congressional parade that we have here on the Victory Hour. Talking to Michelle Fishbach. Michelle, let's let's talk about this change and the impact it has had uh, before we get into some of these policy issues. Uh, For for you in in Washington, you're now on the uh, Ways and Means Committee. You're on the Budget Committee. I mean, these are important committees to have a strong conservative voice like Michelle Fishbach, but you're also on the Rules Committee, and there are a few more important committees in all of Congress than the Rules Committee. Can you talk about your committee assignments for a bit and and spend a minute telling folks what the Rules Committee is all about? Well, and and we can start with the Rules Committee. I was actually fortunate enough to, as a freshman, be appointed to the Rules Committee. It is, um, you know, it's a a leader appointed, so speaker appointed when uh, Kevin McCarthy was minority leader. He appointed all the members um, of the Republicans, and uh, and now as Speaker, he reported. And what's really nice is now we have nine members right. Republican and four Democrat members. Um, so it's very nice. Uh, but I will tell you this: everything goes through there. Everything, all of the bills, all of the resolutions that go to the floor go through the Rules Committee first, and we we take testimony and uh, you know are able to um, uh, offer different resolutions to make amendments in order. And and it's a little weird because every bill gets its own um, uh, set of rules when it goes to the floor. So what amendments are going to be made in order? How long the debate's going to be? And so that's what I get to be involved in that and what's going to be made in order on the floor and um it really as a freshman it was incredible because you saw everything 
that was going to the floor. And even now as a sophomore, it just, you know what's going on. You have input right there because uh, the rules committee is able to do so much um, with the bills and how they're going to be dealt with and what amendments are going to be made in order. You know, speaking about the rules committee, uh, the research that I did is when the Democrats, and they've done this over the last couple of decades, they have changed the rules a number of times. And, uh, I mean, century-long rules that have been followed in Congress uh, that they have changed. And it's my understanding that the Republicans t- intend to get back to regular order, to get back to uh, the foundation of the rules in the House and also uh, in, in the uh, Senate once we take that back. That's been a part of the discussion as well. Well, and absolutely. And it's all about what we are talking about during the campaign and now what we're putting into practice, accountability and transparency. Because if you're if you're pushing things through, they're not getting the kinds of hearings that they need to get. People don't know what's going on. And so it's part of our it's part of our commitment to America is to make sure that people understand they can see they can watch it on 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 their phone or whatever the case may be. So, so we're no we're no longer going to have the Nancy Pelosi 2000 page bills given at midnight the night before it's going to be voted on and nobody reads it. That's right. And one of the things that we we have a 72 hour rule. So you have to have the bill for 72 hours before we can be it can be voted on. And and we've also, you know, when you look at those rules, you know, the Democrats consistently did closed rules, which no amendments are allowed. Now we're doing uh, modified and open rules where we are able to have, you know, we've had uh, the one we've had at least one open rule where any amendment can be made on the floor. It takes a long time. But you know what? Then everybody gets their say. They can represent their people. They can they can make their argument on the floor. And uh, so you're seeing you're seeing a lot more transparency and accountability already, and, and openness to the American people. We're not keeping things behind closed doors. Like you have to vote on it to know what's in it, kind of thing. Listen, when you short circuit the sausage coming out, it doesn't taste so good. The sausage making may be ugly, but. The end product is is the right thing. And so you can't short shrift, give it short shrift. And uh, we're lucky to have the Republicans back in control of the House for both sides, for everybody's voice, so that yeah. the process, as I call it, the hurly-burly of legislation, to, uh, you know, really does take place. What about your other uh, committee assignments, uh, Michelle? Well, then I've got Ways and Means, which is uh, a huge committee, and um, and I, I will tell you a little joke. The Ways and Means Committee, the people involved with that say it's the oldest committee in um, in Congress. The Rules Committee people say that's the oldest committee <laughs> in Congress. So it for me, it just depends on who I'm hanging out with. That's what's right. The <laughs> but it, means is is an incredibly you know that's also it's a it it has so much jurisdiction you know irs oversight um social security medicare all of the kinds of the um the tanf programs any of the uh, social programs you might have also has um uh jurisdiction over trade and um, tariffs and all of those kinds of things and uh, actually i was very happy that i got on the trade uh, subcommittee yeah um committee and it also has you know it has jurisdiction over the taxes and so those are the kinds of things and that's so critical to the people of seventh district you know it is a heavy ag district and you would think oh agriculture but there's so much of agriculture that goes through that committee you know trade is huge and taxes you know how every it affects everybody including farmers and it's a it's an important committee and we've we've already started we've had a committee um we had a hearing on the oversight of the unemployment insurance the unemployment program fraud because there was so much fraud um, during COVID. And so I think there's going to be legislation coming through very soon on that. So we're already getting going. And then I'm on the budget committee, which, um, which is sets the, sets the uh, spending limits for the appropriators. And so we are working on that right now. And I'll tell you, um, uh, uh, Chairman Arrington out of Texas, he is very, very involved and he is hands-on trying to figure out how we are going to make this budget balanced and what kind of spending limits we're going to set. So we're working very hard on that. I'll, I'll tell you, uh, he does a lot. We've done Zoom meetings. He's trying to make sure everybody understands and we get this process going. Um, excited to be working with him. Well, and of course, 
chair of Ways and Means, thrilled to be working with uh, Jason Smith. Um, and then I also uh, just um, as a I also sit on the ethics committee, so I can't talk about that. <laughs> That's right. Although, you know, the leaks that come out of D.C., at least when the Dems were in charge of the ethics committee, uh, <laughs> it, it was almost as if it was public rather than confidential. So, you know, what about the debt limit? Is that something that uh, we're going to see an easing of the debt limit? Is it going to be business as usual where we've got to balance our checkbook at the kitchen table? But in D.C., it's just completely ignored. You know, I'll tell you, the Democrat, the Republicans have really been really been focusing on that. And that's one of the things that Chairman Arrington is talking about. But the biggest thing is, is there is no there is absolutely no reason that any kind of debt ceiling change should not be tied to spending cuts. They should be tied together. And and I thought it was I mean, now they've met now President Biden and Speaker uh, McCarthy have been have sat down. But remember, at first, Biden was, you know, not wanting to even talk about any kind of spending right. cuts. Now, exactly what happened in their meeting, and that's probably something that has to stay between the two of them. But uh, the Republicans are looking for spending cuts because, you know what, it also has to do with the economy. Because if you spend willy-nilly or hurly-burly, whatever, <laughs> um, keep spending that's driving inflation. And so government spending has to be tamped down. And that's, I think, just a really easy start is some spending cuts to go along with that debt ceiling. Listen, the cut on government spending can occur with little or no feel from the American public. Why? Because the government has ballooned to such an extraordinary size from where we were just 20 years ago. It's 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 outrageous. And it really happened during the eight years of Obama. Uh, But it even occurred during George W. Bush's time and then the previous years with uh, uh, with Bill Clinton, although the Clinton years from an economic standpoint were not bad. He was a true fiscal conservative in many respects. Uh, Bush tried to carry that along, but uh, didn't do so well. And I would say uh, Barack Obama then exploded it. So we can turn back that clock, and I'm happy to have Michelle Fishbach, who is working on that assignment for all of us as we speak. 7th District Congresswoman Michelle Fishbach joins us today on the Victory Hour. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the policy issues that the Republicans are going to be dealing with that they have been handed from the Nancy Pelosi majority House of Representatives and see uh, how they might how they might handle them. We might even talk about eighty thousand IRS agents. Eh, has anyone come to visit you? You visited you lately? Well, chime in six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. We'll be right back after this short break. Go to uh, parkerdk.com. That's right, parkerdk.com. Wise counsel, winning results. Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to parkerdk.com. 
Hi, it's Mike Gallagher inviting you to join me for a remarkable travel opportunity that will change your life forever. Dennis Prager and I are headed back to the Holy Land, Israel, this October. It's the Stand with Israel Tour. Join us along with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. We'll take you to key sites in the Holy Land, thoughtfully designed to give you unprecedented access to a region you've likely only read about. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com and get all the details. We'll uncover important geopolitical locations and show you Israel's significance on the world stage, past, present, and future. Step foot on the ancient streets of Jerusalem. We'll sail the Sea of Galilee, pray at the Western Wall, and so much more. We'll have guides for our group, lavish food, and luxurious accommodations. No other trip will be like this one. Come with Dennis and me this October. Register today. Call 855-565-5519. 855-565-5519. Or go to StandWithIsraelTour.com. StandWithIsraelTour.com. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. We're back. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker, and thank you for joining us once again today. Many of you are uh, regular listeners coast to coast. In fact, internationally live streaming the show. You can hear it every Sunday, 4 o'clock, 1280 a.m., The Patriot. And if you miss it, 4 o'clock, it replays on Freedom 1570 from 6 to 7 p.m. every Sunday. Yes, indeed. Go to the Andrew Parker podcast to get hundreds of episodes. Gosh, we're going on seven years. Can you believe it? And with guests like Michelle Fishbach with the 7th Congressional District, I bet you can believe it because we get the best uh, guests in town, no doubt about it, Uh, politicos, members of the Knesset directly from Israel, as well as authors, mayors. Even the mayor of Minneapolis came on the Victory Hour. Yes, yes, he did, although he hasn't been on in a while. We'll see. I think he feels like he loses votes when he comes on the show. But he did win shortly after he came on the uh, Victory Hour. I will tell you that uh, Michelle Fishbach was not only uh, the president of the Minnesota Senate for a number, couple of years and then again for another uh, year or two as well. Uh, but here is a trivia fact. Who was the most recent Republican to hold statewide office in the state of Minnesota. Now, many of you say, well, Tim Pawlenty was, you know, the the most recent Republican, right? Right. No, no. Our guest today, Michelle Fishbach, was the most recent Republican to hold statewide office in Minnesota. And boy, the Republican Party of Minnesota has got to turn that around and none too soon, as you all know, the House, the Senate, the governorship, as well as the constitutional offices are held by the Democrats as we speak in Minnesota. But not in the 7th District, strongly uh, Republican and represented by Michelle Fishbach. Michelle, uh, you know, as we talk about the 7th District, what are you hearing from the constituents in western Minnesota as the most important issues that they really want you to deal with out in Washington? You know, we are hearing a lot about inflation, a lot about the economy. And um, so that's one of the things. And I think that affects everybody. We hear about workforce. We hear about, you know, and and 
so often, you know, with it, with, with it being a heavy ag district, we hear about the cost of fertilizer. We hear about the cost of input for those farmers. And the, I think that's uh, some of the biggest stuff that we are really hearing, but we do talk, they talk about the Southern border too, because fentanyl is coming into the seventh district. Yeah. You know, when someone says, Every district is now a border district. It really is true. I mean, a few months ago, we were visiting a uh, visiting a sheriff a sheriff up in one of our small counties, and he said they had their first fentanyl death. Wow. And that was a few months. Ago. Now we're just we're continuing to see it. So you know, those are those are some of the things that we are hearing about. And I think the economy is really the biggest because uh, you know until we get the spending under control, you know, you were talking a little bit. Uh, I think into the segue to the other break, or at some point, you were talking about the economies during you know uh, Clinton and Obama. And one of the big things that we can do is is if we stop the spending, we'll get the economy going. And we will grow things then, you know, and that that's what we need to do to help. You know, when when the GDP goes up, you know what? The federal government gets more tax money. That's right. So, that's right. Sounds, you know, but I'm just if we can get out of the way and get that growth going again, we will see the economy improve. Well, and one of the it, I say the thing is what is killing us. Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. And I talk about it often on this show. It's a mantra of the show that. Uh, you are not going to be able to tax your way out of debt. You are only going to be able to grow your way out of debt. And the economy growing is, you know, it wasn't because of Bill Clinton, but he was in office during years when the economy was growing fantastically. And, you know, Ronald Reagan, (laughs) with the lag of what Reagan did, is what caused the Clinton years. In addition, Clinton was helpful in his conservative fiscal policy, but uh, it was right out of the Republican playbook. But Republicans have to hold that line because you know Democrats aren't going to. And people in the 7th Congressional District feel it in the ag industry and ag business because everything goes into the cost of their fertilizer, seed, etc., you know, gas, energy, energy policy has got to be important, I would imagine. Yep. And, and you know, and I'll talk a little bit. You know, one of the things we are dealing with right now is Farm Bill. You know, Farm Bill expires in probably with seven months now. And uh, so, and I, I am so glad that a Republican is in control of the House Ag Committee right now, G.T. Thompson. Good common sense guy from Pennsylvania. He will, and, and you know, I think one of the big things, the other thing that people talk to me about is regulation, over-regulation, oh, particularly yeah. farmers, because they are just being drowned in regulations, uh, everything. And so we need to make sure that that farm bill is strong and that it actually works for farmers and for the producers and not just what somebody in D.C. thinks they should be doing. Um, You know, we had there was a bill that uh, basically said, oh, if you do cover crops, then you can get a discount. And I may be paraphrasing it, but discount on your crop insurance. No, no, because you know what? Cover crops don't work for everybody. They don't work. And we can't do the one size fits all regulations from um, from D.C. anymore. We have to understand that, you know what, and you were talking about the size of my district. Farming in northern Minnesota at that end of my district is different than farming in, you know, in Marshall, Minnesota at the other end of my district. So one size fits all regulations just kill people, just kill the farmers because it doesn't make sense in everywhere in the everywhere in the country. Well, Lord knows, and the voters in 7th District know quite well, we need a Republican back in the White House because uh, elimination of regulation starts with the executive orders and other regulatory mischief that Washington can get involved in. And speaking of mischief, what about 80,000 IRS agents? Well, it's it's nuts. Um, and we did one of the very first bills that we passed was rescinding the uh, the funding for that. But I will tell you, one of the things that I talk about when they pass that is where are they going to find 87,000 people? We have a workforce shortage right now <laughs> and we can't find people. That's It's just nuts that they are talking about hiring these folks. We just don't need it right now. And um, it, or ever, I shouldn't, say, shouldn't even say right now, we don't need 87,000 more IRS agents. But I do think that, you know, we have 
we passed the bill, the House Republicans passed that bill. And, and, you know, yes, it has to go through the Senate, but you know what, we made our position known and now it's in the mix. It's in the discussion. And I think getting rid of the funding for that makes incredible amounts of sense. You know, that's one of the things we can recapture. You know, the other thing when we were talking about budgets earlier, and I'm, uh, I'm going off a little bit, but um, you know, pulling back some of that COVID money, there's a whole bunch of unspent COVID money, yes. billions of that we can take back. And you know what? We're we're starting on our spending cuts. There you go. We're just taking money that's been appropriated that hasn't been spent, and uh, and we take it back. And there we start. So we've got a few easier things we can do, but then you know we got to make sure that we're also doing uh, the harder things and cutting that spending. Michelle, I know that when you were in the Minnesota Senate for many years, uh, you were involved in uh, education, I believe, in the Education Committee. Uh, very much so. I was uh, the chair of higher higher ed. Yep. Talk to us a little bit about your thoughts of the crazy wokeness that is going on in the education system. Oh, it is. It is. It. It's. It's beyond the pale. It is just gone nuts. You know. And and. But I do think I will. Are say they talking that. about that in the seventh? I would imagine so. Oh, absolutely. And I think you know one of the things. I mean, as as crazy as the pandemic, the shutdowns, all of that. I do think that it gave parents a little bit of an insight as to what was really going on in those schools. They didn't realize it until it was there on their Zoom in their living room. And they're like, oh my, yeah. what? And so I think that that was a good thing, but I think they have gone way overboard and we really, really have to deal with what's Well, I think people are starting to revolt. They're starting to... Uh pay attention and they're hearing from their kids as they come home about what they're learning. I will tell you a number of years ago with my son, uh, he was studying uh, at his desk in high school and uh, I I walked in and took a look at his history book and I I didn't recognize uh, American history, uh, what they were, what they were teaching. I said, what, what is this? It's ridiculous. They made Jimmy Carter out to be like the savior of the country in this book. I mean, I shouldn't speak badly. He's on hospice care. And I, you know, I, I feel badly uh, about that, certainly. But, uh, you know, he, he just it was a revision of his presidency, I can say. Oh, it is really scary what they are teaching. And, you know, and, and as we try to cancel, you know, what was it last year, the year before, they're trying to take certain statues out of the Capitol and things like that. Yes. And it's like they they are trying to erase and, and like things. But it's like I take it as an opportunity to teach. Yes. And talk about that. Talk yeah. about what it is. Yeah, and openly I'm, with with yeah. academic freedom uh, yeah. and, and all sides coming together so that we can have some critical thinking by students, which is basically gone by the wayside. We are talking to Michelle Fishbach, Congresswoman from the 7th Congressional District here in the state of Minnesota. That's the western part of the state of Minnesota, top to bottom. And, uh, you know, listen, they have finally elected a true conservative to represent them in the district, which is representative of what that district is. And that's Michelle Fishbach. We're going to be back after this short break. And we still have quite a bit to talk about. I'm going to touch on election integrity with Michelle Fishbach and uh, see what she thinks about a topic that you all know is near and dear to my heart. Mm -hmm. The importance of the vote. Make sure to stay with us. We'll be right back. Go to ParkerDK.com during this short break. AM 1280, The Patriot. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with some wise counsel and winning results. First, the counsel. Go to MyPillow.com and take a look at the outstanding extended product line that they have. We're talking top quality products. How do I know? Because I have them. Slippers and slip-ons, robes, towel sets, throw blankets and loungewear, all best in class. And when you're done taking care of yourself, take care of the dogs too. They have outstanding dog beds. Now for the winning results. Results happen once you order. 
So pick up your number two pencil and your yellow pad and jot this down. 1-800-334-8902. That's 1-800-334-8902. Or go to MyPillow.com. Place your complete order. And with the offer code VICTORY, you get up to 66% off. That's right. Victory for 66% off. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at crazy low prices. They have access to great prices and discounts at over 500 different airlines. Plus 300,000 hotels and rental car companies. Their prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find the best price for you. Call SmartFares today and get ready to see the world with a fat wallet. 800-989-0841-800-989-0841-800-989-0841. That's 800-989-0841. A record of success second to none. Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm, the numbers tell the story. The last five cases our lawyers have brought to trial have resulted in million and multi-million dollar verdicts for our plaintiff clients and zero defense verdicts for our defense clients. Put simply, we try cases and we win cases. Hi, I'm Andrew Parker. At Parker Daniels Keyboard, we take our work personally and we go the extra mile. That is why some of the biggest law firms, locally and nationally, send cases to us to handle when they can't. If you have a challenging and critically important business or personal legal dispute that must be favorably resolved, whether regarding a contract matter, a business divorce, a real estate dispute, an employment dispute, a civil rights or defamation matter, plain talk if it's a big deal, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. We're back. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker. We're joined by 7th District Congresswoman Michelle Fishbach here in the state of Minnesota. Republican member of the Ways and Means Committee and the Trade Subcommittee, as well as the Budget Committee and the All-Important Rules Committee and Ethics as well. So if you were worried about not getting your voice heard out in Washington and you live in the 7th, well, you're getting your voice heard in Washington because Michelle Fishbach stands really at the fulcrum of a number of very important issues. One of the important issues that Michelle had the opportunity to vote on not long ago was the 2020 election and the electoral votes from Arizona and Pennsylvania. And Michelle was one of 139 in the House of Representatives that voted against certifying the electoral votes from those two states due to the questions of integrity and voter fraud that were raised in those two states. It's interesting because in a related issue, uh, I have brought legal action to not allow the use of voting machines because of the open nature in which they might be hacked. Some of the most hardened systems in the United States are hacked. Uh, these voting machine systems would be pretty easy to hack. And we do certainly know that our enemies would love to hack our voting systems. And so I just don't believe that uh, machines are the way to go in terms of counting the vote. Uh, tabulating and figuring out all that is one thing, or, or I mean, uh, casting is one thing, but uh, uh, counting the vote and making sure you have an accurate count done by machines is is uh, can be somewhat dangerous. Michelle, what was the uh, vote that 139 voted with you on? Uh, it, 
are you talking about the uh, the electoral? Yes, the electoral certification of Arizona well, and Pennsylvania. That's just to you know certify those elections in those area, you know, in those two states. And they were, um, you know, we had they had the they had uh, the House member that was uh, and uh, one senator, and we were able to vote on those, um, you know. But but I will talk about what at the federal level, you know. When we're talking, the Democrats last year were trying so hard to federalize, trying to, to federalize uh, elections, and just wrong, just wrong. Those are supposed to be handled at the state level. They were trying to outlaw across the country any kind of voter ID. And I think what's important to look at is we need to make it easy to vote and hard to cheat. Right. Um, and and so you know, and I think that they have they made so many, the Democrats have made so many moves towards just kind of erasing that importance of election day. You know, we have early voting, we have absent, I mean, and Minnesota had absentee ballot, you know, had, had absentee voting and you had to apply for it and you had to take, you know, some steps to get it. Then they opened it wide up. But even when they just had absentee ballots and people had to apply for it, they had still had good turnout and why they had to change it so that they could just continue to add, add voters now we've got felony vote or felonies, uh, felons voting in Minnesota, or if it's passed or not. I can't yeah, remember. Soon it is soon. It may well be passed. It looks like just, it will be. They've destroyed the importance of Election Day. And that's what they can. You know, you have brain choice voting. You've got all the kinds of strange things that they're trying to do to uh, to screw up the elections and screw up the voting. Are we seeing and- non-citizens actually voting and their vote being counted? Well, yes, and we actually just had that. Uh, I'm glad you reminded me. You know, the District of Columbia. There are other cities who have who have allowed illegal immigrants, uh, illegals, people without uh, residence or you know without uh, who are not here legally to vote in those elections. And that's what the District of Columbia just passed not that long ago. And the Republicans passed a resolution, which they have a perfect right to. That's what it's the the D.C. I, not the charter, but the piece of legislation that was passed laws allow Congress to oversee, you know, to do oversight. And that just went far too far to have illegals voting in those um, in those elections. They also eliminated a whole lot of uh, a lot of uh, legal or excuse me. Um, uh, oh, gosh, my brain's gone. But uh, uh, prosecutions and uh, things like that. Well, you know, I can tell you that the uh, the issue of election integrity is at the core of our democratic system and agree or disagree with how we're doing it presently, how we did it 20 years ago, uh, all of the hue and cry that came from Democrats against machines a number of years ago, now coming from Republicans, have come from both sides of the aisle, uh, depending on who got elected and who didn't. Both recognize the trouble with that sort of system. We've we've got to have integrity in the vote, and it shouldn't affect either party. Both parties should uh, want the integrity uh, of the vote. And I'm not talking about interfering with who can vote or or in terms of how easy it is to vote or suppression of the vote or anything like that. We're not talking about the casting of ballots. We're simply talking about the counting of the ballots once they have been cast. It's a big issue, and I will continue to work on it despite the fact that uh, they're attacking my law license with it. Uh, But I will, uh, you know, the voice has to be heard, and the First Amendment requires it and allows it, in fact. Michelle, let's uh, close on on, uh, getting your thoughts on, you know, a very big issue that people are talking about in every district across the country, and that is the United States handling of the uh, Russia-Ukraine war. Uh, What are your thoughts in terms of the 7th District and what people are talking about there related to our support of Ukraine? You know, what I hear in from the seventh district folks all over the seventh district is, you know, their hearts go out to them obviously, and they have sympathy for what's going on and that they were attacked by attacked by Russia. And, uh, and, you know, initially, you know, some of the humanitarian aid, some of the uh, replacing our, the arms that we sent, you know, seem to work. But I think that what, what I do hear a lot about is a blank check and the kinds of, 
what's happening. And there's not accountability. The Democrats didn't put the kind of accountability in a lot of those bills. Then, so I think as, as sympathetic as they are, they also understand that we can't just write blank checks. It's Michelle Fishbach from the 7th Congressional District. We thank her very much for coming on the Victory Hour today, a great friend of the show. We'll talk again soon, Michelle, and take care. Join us next week. Until then, have a great week. And many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. AM 1280, The Patriot. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Immaculate Conception School is now accepting enrollment applications for fall 2023. Financial aid and scholarship funding still available. Schedule a tour today. Learn why Immaculate Conception School is your child's firm foundation. Search Immaculate Conception School. Did you know that the Patriot mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on our app that will automatically start streaming The Patriot at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select Alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake you up in the morning with Hugh Hewitt or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free AM 1280 The Patriot app today.